0: What's up, everybody? Gate 7 International is back. Another Sunday, another Libyakos win. I love it when we're talking about wins. I love it when we're talking about the team actually doing what it's supposed to do and not the horrible surprises that we had last year. Anyway, I'm your host, Adi. I'm joined here by Costa and Dimitri. You guys met him once before. uh, The newest co-host, the newest member of our team. uh, Officially now, Uh, now you guys know that. He's here and part of the team. How are you guys doing today? I hope you enjoyed the game. Who goes first? Me.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can I do guess. the ultimate. So go ahead. Good man. Um, Trilos Express through Pasianana. Good victory. It's kind of like the old days where we're just coming on the show and it's like, yeah, we won again. All good. I mean, it was really one of those games where we, we shut up shop in the first half. Um, were kind of fortuitous to, to open the score. Lu- bit of a lucky deflection from a, from a padenza shot with his left foot from outside the box. And it's 1-0, um, very easy. And then padenza makes it two with another shot with his left foot again from kind of the edge of the box. And the ball swerves and goes into the corner. Keeper can do nothing. It's like, all right, this is going to be nice and easy. And we go into the game with with five changes and then the, you know the, the manager makes substitutions at halftime, takes Freire and Fortunis off and then the second half's kind of one of those all right get me another beer are there any doritos around nothing really <laughs> happening and then rodney gets the goal at the end which he deserves because he's been he's he's been fantastic uh, since the official games started this season and you know you saw the celebrations uh, he's such a popular figure in the team and that that was nice to see so it's kind of like cherry on top in with that third goal clean sheet what more do you want really
0: very true I, dimitri
2: i agree um relaxed game only for about five ten minutes that i feel like oh this this could be a contest uh it was after two nil end of the second half uh, end of the first half when Bas was starting to sort of press they had a couple of corners their fans are getting in the atmosphere. I mean, they always have a really, I feel like they have one of the better grounds to play at with regards to atmosphere when it comes down to, to like smaller teams in Greece. So it's always a tough crowd. Uh, it's always a tough away game to go to. And once they start having chances and start putting a bit of pressure on their fans get behind them. So there was about five, 10 minutes there end of the first half where I was like, "Oh, this could be a bit of a game, but it was actually quite a lot more relaxed than I was expecting. Um, I agree with everything. Of course, I said apart from the second half. He said, "Where um, let's try and get some more beers and more Doritos." I was saying, "Too many beers. Now I'm sleepy." This because that second half was just not like. I think it was the worst second half I've seen so far this season, just based on like entertainment value. Like it was just it was they were everyone was just going through the motions. Uh, chuffed for Rodine, my boy. Like I've I've been riding him in a great way this this whole season. Like I think he's he's been fantastic. I'm so pleased for him because like I don't know if it's I'm getting a soft spot for him just because of the the passion and the attitude he's putting on and he's always trying and just running that entire wing himself. I'm I was chuffed for him. So very pleased to end it ended like that. But yeah very chill, relaxed game in my opinion.
0: Yeah you gotta love it. You gotta love when the team handles business like that because in good years this is this is how these games usually go. Maybe a little bit difficult on the road, but we usually clean up, get the score line. looks like a comfortable day at work, and then we move on. Now, before we go into a little bit more analysis into the game, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. Those that, of you that are tuning in, I only see a handful of likes and there's a few dozen of you guys that are in here already. So please go ahead, quickly hit that like button. It costs you nothing and it takes about two seconds to do. The engagements help us find more red and white fans around the world. This is a growing community. And we need to have all the fans that we can find to help support Olympiacos and support us in our European endeavors as well. And then don't forget, everybody, you can find us on Patreon as well. A lot of great stuff going on. We have another interview. Uh, we had an interview with the ex-president of Huracan, the club we got Santiago Eze from. We have another interview coming up. We're also going to be getting an interview, uh, if it's not next month, the following month, with the vice president of Iraklis. That's going to be a really fun interview. He's got a lot of fun stuff to tell us too about second division Greek football. So, check that out. And as always, guys, don't forget you can bet with us at betus.com.pa. Gate7INTL is the code. You can get a 125% deposit boost. You can turn 100 bucks into 225 to get started when you get your account set up. So, check that out and you can still bet with us. Bet cards are coming back. I just haven't had a lot of time to do them so far. Uh, but they will come back, don't worry. And then before we continue with the post match discussion, gotta mention Oliviaco's BC super
1: oh, cup. Oh, are you oh, opening and boy, that did it can feel of worms? you gonna get me. I'm, in I'm in opening that talking. can of worms. Are you kidding do you, me? Do you go do you, ahead? Do you do you want to go and get a beer and some Doritos? And Dimitri and I can talk about the game. I'm, I'm
2: happy, I'm happy to just talk about the basketball at this point. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> man. oh man, um. Love, love Great.
0: starting the season off with some silverware,
1: but it's not Do just you know silverware,
0: It's, it's, oh. it's.
1: There's so much. Oh, it's, it's there was different. so much going in. Like that honestly, game.
2: it's just like ah, oh, like that thirty-two-four is just you don't. See, I'm sorry, you don't see that in professional basketball. Like, not in a derby as big as this. Like, it's so, it's so satisfactory. It's like, honestly, like it it makes everything like it just makes sure not just your day, your week, like you're just happy. Like they deserve that club deserves everything they get. And I hope we just keep on demolishing them by more and more points. Like I want to break the 35 point margin, like the 72, 38, like we have to, they have to, like, it's, it needs to be more and more.
0: Listen, I'm with you there, especially after the off season stuff. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what makes it so much sweeter. You know what I mean? The more tears I see on a certain individual's face, the happier I'll be, you know what I mean, for the rest of the season. I got to catch part of the game yesterday while I was at the Greek Festival here, and it was uh, fantastic. It, I enjoyed every second of it. I don't even understand basketball that much. Ghost, will tell you, I just started following like the last year and a half or so. I enjoyed Great time it. to
2: choose, mate. Great time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? Like I was, I was a little bit nervous about the game. Um, in a sense that, like, okay, we didn't really have a preseason, like a proper preseason, and you know they 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 did like on paper they made good signings, but like so to be clear, I went to the cinema with my wife last night. I didn't watch the game. So maybe it's like an on purpose thing. Sometimes I'm one of those Greeks when it's like you know what I'm not going to watch the game because I don't. They fill so. Like, <laughs> so you know, I'm gonna go, I'm just gonna go and do my thing, and then we'll see what happens. So, I went and I watched The Equalizer 3, fantastic movie, by the way. If you're looking for an entertaining night out, like, go and watch that Denzel Washington at his best. Um, anyway, so film ends, and then I'm like, okay, where's my phone? I want to see the score. And you know, the headlines like, Olympiacos Thrash, Panathinaikos, 75 51, or whatever the score is. I'm just like, ah, oh, yes perfect and then I I look at the Tottenham score as well sorry I know you're a Liverpool fan and I'm like oh great you know three out of three good movie basketball Spurs win Olivia are playing tomorrow this weekend can't get any better don't you mean four
2: out of four happy wife as well that's the
1: most important yeah but of course that's given but (laughs) she's not listening anyway um... (laughs) Ari you know that's not true Yeah. I mean um for me
2: it was uh, exactly the same. I didn't watch the game unfortunately. I was playing in a game. It was the semi-final of our like, local league here in New York playoffs and we lost by like four points. So I was fuming but coming out of that and seeing how badly we destroyed them, it was just brilliant. Especially because Costa's right, like they made some really really good signings and we lost our best player and i'm not talking about Slugas cuz he's not he was uh Fuck no. he's walk up he's walk up sub i'm talking about Vizenkov. i'm talking about shasha who was the he's the best player the best player in europe last season and arguably maybe the season before as well so going from losing your best player and not really replacing him cuz don't get me wrong sigma's a good player but he's not like that four position is like there's a huge downgrade there neither peter's nor sigma are anywhere near <laughs> to how good Vizenkov is so going from that to still absolutely destroying Banat-Nagos is just lovely. And I think that like, the chemistry is there. Like we're going to see very good things this season, hopefully like having Jinx it and hopefully they don't let their foot off the gas just because the first game went so well. And we absolutely dick on them on Friday as well. And then do amazing throughout the whole season. I, I have high hopes. I've got every faith, much more but faith you know in the basketball team than the football team, like hundred <laughs> percent.
1: But mate, like it was. I watched the game on replay when i got home um it was men against boys yeah it was just like uh, okay you mentioned sigma and sigma just he, he trains with the team we've played two friendlies he doesn't know the motions he looks kind of lost out on the court um got blocked a couple of times some bad choices on offense but he pulled down nine rebounds got two assists like four points like okay you know he's he's just getting into it, and then you know for the rest it's a well-oiled machine. And do you know what? Like, yes, we lost the MVP, but last season we lost is The season before that we lost Panulis. And I was listening to an interview. Um, Yeah, okay, Shaq Shaq McKissick. Whenever he's interviewed, he 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 makes big statements. He's just like, oh, we're going to win the Euroleague, and he said it again. It's like you know we're going to get. That's that's the goal. It's like we want to go and win it. And you see that kind of winner's mentality throughout the whole team. And he said also, like, you know, coach is a genius. So I, I am kind of, you know, yeah, we did lose Vazenkov, but I'm, I've, I've been saying it all summer, like people have been bitching. Like we didn't we haven't signed a clutch player. And I think that's going to it's going to be an issue in, a, in tight games. Like, OK, we've got the ball last possession. Who's the ball going to? I still don't yeah. know but I have faith that like coaches on it do you know what I mean it's the Cobra so, you yeah, give it to cobra, the Cobra <laughs> whatever man it's like at this point watching us play I'm just like you know what like I don't know how many games are going to go down to the wire because we look so good But like, it's it's uh, it's early days but um there was another funny thing today like I was looking at EuroLeague's um, TV app because I was thinking about buying into it. And it's gone up 20 euros from last season. Fuck it. Anyway, like, oh, you I did, watched
2: we got the discount a couple of days ago. It was 20% off. <sighs> anyway. I didn't, sorry, I assumed I assumed you already had it. It was 27. No, no, but it
1: expired. That, that, that's another conversation. But I started watching the third quarter of the Monaco game. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to watch the third quarter of the Monaco game. And you know what the thing about the third quarter, Slugas didn't play in the third quarter of the Monaco game, and, and Isaiah Kanan's defense on J on James, that's what won us yeah. the game. I kept saying yeah. the defense on James. But but you know what I noticed? So like we we get the the go ahead bucket, and we just keep scoring in the third quarter. And there's a moment where like. I think we, we have possession and no, sorry, Monaco have possession after we've got the go ahead bucket. And you see Sluga's face on the bench and he's just like, like this and like, we've gone ahead. And I just noticed that today. And I obviously never noticed that when I was watching the game. But Cause like, that's I the lot noticed... you're
2: thinking about. You're thinking about like, yeah, you don't care. <laughs> I, I know
1: exa- exactly. But like, I noticed his body language on the bench and I was just like, you little cunt. So I, so, sorry YouTube for my language but you know it's like we've just gone ahead like we're beating them 26-4 or whatever it was in the third quarter and you're sitting there like a mope on the bench like you know because you're not the one exactly in that comeback yeah it, and I said that I said that to a mate of mine who's a Goss fan the other day we were chatting about the game and I was like look mate paid like good luck with this chap you know you paid 3 million for him he's 33 years old and do you know what? Like when when Eggerman, when when the manager realizes that actually he's not going to be back playing the 30 minutes that Slugas wants to play because he wasn't happy with 20, he wants to play 30 minutes. When he doesn't start playing 30 minutes, it's going to be a fucking problem in their locker room. Just like he was over here, but like it never showed. So anyway, no, just some things I um just some things I was wondering, uh watching back uh, that game. And yeah, of course we play them again on Friday. It's gonna be a different game in their in their stadium. Um Yeah, it won't but, be a twenty five point game. It won't be a twenty five no. point game.
2: But I am confident. I think I think realistically, if I had to put money on, I'd say it would win. But
0: if it does get that high, they're just gonna light flares and blow up the yeah. stadium. again. I felt <laughs> bad.
2: I felt bad for, for Rodos yesterday, man. Like, I don't know if they could have afforded it, afforded a, a destroyed stadium. So thank God, yeah, thank God it didn't get to that. Because I was thinking, oh, after the game, I was like, oh, imagine if they just started doing that to them. Like, <laughs> imagine being the council in Rhodes and being like, nope, not having yeah. this anymore.
0: For sure. Well, moving back to uh, football topic, it's always nice to chat about the Olympiacos basketball. Uh, victories. And I'm sure we're going to do more also with red point guard. Again, uh, we had a couple episodes with them. They were fantastic. So we'll continue to follow the basketball team and do more with them this season as well. But moving back to the, the, the game against Yana, now we briefly uh, when we did like our hellos and our greetings for everybody, you guys talked about the game, uh, your thoughts on the game, your feelings on the game today. And the match uh, was delayed to start. Uh, I didn't catch any of what happened at all for the delayed start, so I have no idea what caused that. But moving on past that, not super important. The Podense magic continues. This man now has five goal contributions in his five matches that he's played for us. Has just hit the ground running since coming back. And he, he's, he looks he looks great. And we still don't see the best out of him yet. There's still more we can see out of this player. But he's come back, hit the ground running, given us something on the wing that we've been missing. Uh, a lot of people already pulling out their man of the matches. The poll is up. So vote if you've seen the poll um, from Hussein. Man of the matches, put dense. Obviously, I want to point out also the opponent goalkeeper's performance. Every time we scored, I thought it was a reflection from a player. And a question here from Aris Galamatis. Back to football, why and how did Podence leave the Premier League? This was a little bit more discontent with the current coach because he was playing for them up until. Who, who's their coach now? Lopetegui?
1: No, it's um, it's a British Boy. guy now. Lopetegui's gone. I can't That's remember. right. Lopetegi. has gone. To, it's the
2: guy who used to be at Bournemouth last year, uh, O'Neill.
1: Yeah, Bravo. There you James, go. Yeah, I, right. Right. I, ca- I kept wanting to, to say Dyke
2: Bournemouth went down and uh yeah. And they got he went to Wolves.
0: Yeah. And he was out of the plans there. I don't know what happened, but he was go practicing no, with didn't the go down.
2: Sorry. Apologies. Sorry. I just thought to myself Bournemouth didn't go down last year. I just said they did. But yeah. So. Oh. interrupt. fart. <laughs> <That's even
1: laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he basically first he was benched. And then he started training with the, the U-23s. Yeah. So he was training with the with the reserves with the U23 team, wasn't being counted on. Um, I had read I've read so many different things about what happened, locker room bust up between him and the coach. I've read so many different things. I don't know what's true, but whatever the case was, it it just wasn't working out. And that that is the reason that we have him back again. There was there's clearly no way back for him. There was was no way back for him at least this season. So at least here, he has a chance to play in Europe. He has a chance to play regularly at a place that loves him. So that's, um yeah, it's, uh no, yep. Adis Galamati, that's where he, that's who he was training with U23s. He had pictures with them. It, it was, it was bad, but you know what I mean? You don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So you have no idea what led to that, but we're happy. Whatever the case is, he's back here. We love him. He's doing fantastic. So we're not going to look a gift horse in the mouth there. But what do you guys make of Podence's return and his his performances? How he looks? Um, what do you make? Is there there's still more to see from him? Costa, you start.
1: I think there's visible improvement in his touch since he since he came back. Like the first couple of games, you know, there's like a ball coming in over the top, which you know he'd typically like stick to his boot. Um, and you know, he, you saw some some touches that were getting away from him in the first couple of matches. But today, today you saw the improvement there, like in terms of the match fitness um, and just, you know, sh- sharper. Of course, it's, it's Greek League against the weaker opponent. No disrespect to Bas, um, but he's he's finding a groove. He he knows the players around him. He's played with Madi and, and Fortunes before and that kind of the, the partnership or the, the, the combinations on the right-hand side with Rodine bombing forward and giving those those options to the attackers like you can either like Podence or Fortunes can play a through ball to, to Rodine or they can let Rodine take a take a player with him and create space for them to to go inside um they're nice things happening on that side of the pitch and you see some good chemistry between like Madi Fortunes Podence Rodine so I think, like, that's funny. It's funny that I remember Pedro Martinez's second season. We used to see that, those kind of combination players with uh, Valbuena, Omar on the right-hand side and Podense. Those, those tr- little triangles are just the same kind of movements. And we're seeing similar, if not, like, even more intricate, like, exciting moves on the right-hand side now uh with with martinez ball, so you know to go back to pedence I was really impressed with the the second goal today in particular, like the way he hits it, it swerves kind of outwards uh into into the bottom corner like keeper could do nothing so yeah no um I think the scary thing is that I don't think he's seventy percent fit i think oh i think i think he's um he's hitting seventy percent of his ability, so I still think there's more. I still
2: think there's more to come Dimitri I I agree uh there's definitely more to come I think clear that these um Martinez is managing minutes big game on Thursday very big game but actually a whole European campaign is played on Thursday really you don't win there you're sort of you're you're struggling to make conference really uh so that's that's why we saw those substitutions that's why we saw the rhythm go down in second half In my opinion so um Podense's minutes are being limited and he's playing at 60-70%, but he's showing his quality is incredible, uh, even at that level, yeah. even not playing 100%. Um, is that down to lack of playing time with Wolves in the situation that happened and lack of preseason, Probably. Probably. Uh, but the fact that he played with us before gives him that sort of like seamless transition. It's like uh, what we're saying with basketball. Like, I mean, Latino and Nigel Williams got They just like, uh, the team's just like seamless because th- they've returned. Sometimes we've seen in the past that like returning players actually end up becoming a tragedy. Like, you remember Miralas, Yeah, players that are, like massive, massive names that they come back and you're like, oh my God, this is like the best thing ever. Um, but because has come back at such a young age still, he has so much more to give. And the way he left, he, he didn't come back for the money. He's come back because he's like, nah, like, what the fuck like I should not I should not like whatever happened at Wolves should not have happened like I'm too good for this so I'm gonna go and prove everyone wrong so he's come back with a point to prove and I think once he gets his fitness and once he gets more minutes he will be the main guy alongside Fortunis in in our team like they, they'll be the backbone he won't be I'd be very surprised if he gets his full fitness and yet he's not the main man like that there, there'll be something wrong because he is he has the most quality and he knows the team and he has passion. And that second goal was, when I first saw the second goal, I thought that was a deflection that he hit that so nice that I thought that was a deflection. Cause it was like the keeper was in no man's land. The keeper got so confused. The ball that went like I... that. Yeah. That was like Roberto Carlos esque where it just swerves and you're like, yeah. shit, that's got to hit that's That must have hit off someone to like confuse the keeper that badly, which is, just goes to show what an amazing goal it was. Um, but yeah, bottom bottom point is, he's uh, bottom line is he's he's only going to get better really. And um he set the ground running. And Thursday, he's def- I think he's going to start on Thursday, and hopefully gives us another great performance. Really, like he gives us that magic.
0: I'm with you there. And at the very least, even if we're not getting a lot of end product off of him, you do know that. He's going to be one of those players that's helping us progress the ball into the final third, progressing the ball into the penalty area. He was like that even the first time around with us. Uh, And, you know, I'm going to reference these stats that we posted on social media over and over again with respect to that. Uh, Whether it's the Premier League, whether it was Greece, he's always one of those players that's the best in the league or one, if not the best, one of the best in the league when it comes to doing things like that. So even if we're not getting end product out of him, which we are, I mean, his shot is much better now than it was his first time around. I swear he had the worst foot when it came to shooting. It looked like it looked like a high school girl shooting <laughs> of a soccer ball before. It was terrible. But now, like, he's got real strength behind that. I mean, he really does. Uh, Gosta, you brought this question up. I just want to address this real quick. Uh, from Midnight Sprite about Modric coming to Libyakos. This isn't happening, guys. Uh, I'm going to tell you um, – I'm going to share what with you something. What have you been drinking,
1: mate? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, aside from the fact that I, I, cu- I couldn't see him ever coming here in the first place, the second thing is we had, we had shared kind of like messing around uh, the Sergio Ramos rumor on Instagram, and we were told directly by the club – we don't make these transfers anymore. Like, that's done. That, that time of the club is over with. So I'm going to tell you guys now, don't believe any of that crap because it's not happening. And that sounds like nonsense. That's not good shit. That's bullshit, as the article was written, for those of you that have read it. Uh, but moving moving back on. Oh, Lamro owes us a left back. He's out there watching Ramon
1: in, uh, in Spain in life can i can i bring this up because um so yeah. i mentioned there were five changes from the last game against aris so ortega came in for kini doi came in for etos he was out of the squad so he got rested today because he picked up a bit of a knock uh, at the end of the aris game hamstring alexandropoulos came in for Hesse, who yeah. who didn't 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 follow the team to to Janina either but then they started and Biel started in the places of Masuras and so alexandropoulos Ari and I talked a little bit about him um last weekend because we were like not really talking about him much and you know we were saying potential there, still a lot of room for improvement um needs to get better at you know decision making um, basically like talented player still 21 um, Martinez has got you know he's he's got something there and he needs to work with him what did you think of him today Dimitri? Uh, Like
2: a diamond in the rough sort of thing where like you see the potential what you were saying uh, and just needs to like sort of cultivator and just if he can he can end up being a very influential player for us in that middle of the park like uh maddie camera sort of player like like hold that midfield by himself in a way he just needs to fine-tune certain things and get there um i agree with what uh someone said above we literally just had it zach he said the fire in his eyes i mean that's you get that with a lot of Greek players. Um that that they come in, they know what it means to play for the club. And that I think elevates their game because they come in and they 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 play with that extra passion. And and especially as a midfielder, you need someone who's gonna come in and just be like, Yeah, I'm gonna make my presence known. Um so I think that's something that he has he has already, like he has the passion. He has the mentality. He just needs to like fine tune other bits of his game to get to that next level and be a starter for us. And actually, I think he has the potential to be a game changer for the Greek national team because, let's be perfectly honest, the national team there's no one really special now. That especially with Fortunis out, there's, there's, there's that midfield.
0: There's nobody I special mean, deep, especially. The,
2: we have no special deep midfielders at all. We we have. I mean, we haven't. I mean, we have nothing special in the Greek national team at all, <laughs> anyway. So aside from that, Alexandropoulos could be like—he has the potential to be a starter, not just for us but for the Greek national team. And his signing to was it Sporting Lisbon? He went to from Balanagos. Yep. Yeah, that's not a coincidence. You don't go yep. from the Greek league to a big team if they don't see something, especially at a young age, like Retos. Big transfer. Yes, okay, didn't work out, came back. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have players like that. Like, it's very rare that they'll go and just fuck up. Uh um, <laughs> sorry, I just saw the comment as well. Mandalos, right? Uh yeah, okay, we're not gonna talk about Mandalos. But yeah, there's uh I was I was I was pleased with him today. And um considering how I've been like creaming my pants over Heze and just going, oh my God, this is the best thing <laughs> that's ever happened to us. Like, like he's coming to that midfield. The minute the minute Heze got injured against Freiburg, yeah. like, it's it's him. Yeah. He is just as important to our game, in my opinion, as Fortunis is at the moment. Yeah. We look a completely different side of that Heze. And today, not having him in which I think was great by Martinez. Great rotation. Very, very happy with this rotation. If I could give Martinez a score, I'd, I'd probably give him a nine, maybe even a 10. Like, I think the the, the players that he had it, maybe I wouldn't have started El Cabi. I would have rested him as well. But the like, the different players he brought in today compared to the Addis game with a mind on Thursday was excellent. Because Alexandropoulos came in, Jesse was rested. Brilliant. Because Jesse's going to be our main man all year. Alexandropoulos came in and did a great job. So happy and i think i think it's if he gets the minutes it's only going to get better
0: yeah uh, i'm going to shamelessly plug the deep dive here but my whole thing with alexa Adropoulos when he came in was the work rate was there very visible uh for me the question more offensively with him was he loves to carry the ball forward and we saw that up on uh at sporting it was a reason why he was benched carrying the ball too long so the one thing was for him to have success, he's got to buy into the system. Got to buy into the system. Can't carry the ball. Hustle. Do your defensive work. Distribute the ball very quickly. One, two, touch. And 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 he's done that so far. You know what? Even in the games where he hasn't been so um, that we've seen and he hasn't been maybe amazing on the pitch, the work rate is there, especially defensively. And then today, today, he actually worked the ball around pretty well. And he's done that since the, the season has started, for the most part. The more game time he gets, the more confident he will get. I am convinced that maybe even long-term moving forward, we'll see him. It wouldn't surprise me to see him as a mainstay in the midfield. But you are 100% correct. Se is the, the number one, especially like the, the primary DM, will say, the primary DM partner to a guy like Madi. What he does, I mean, it's. I really am going to – Overdue, we will say the support of Sa on this because what he does is so thankless, and I still have people that will message me. Why are you? Why are you talking about Jesse? He's nothing special. He hasn't done anything special. <laughs> if you believe Hesse is not special, then you are not watching the game properly. Just watch it. Uh, watch a game. Watch a game he plays. Like after you What's watch the Freiburg, box, the Freiburg game, the Freiburg game again. That's all you need to watch. Before he gets hurt and watch, just watch Heze the whole time. Watch what he sees. Watch his head. Watch his body turn. The guy is, he's so quick and so aware of what's happening. He's already taking two steps to where the ball's about to be before the other players even played it. hes He just is so good at reading the play, and I talked about that in the scouting report also. Very special player like that. Is he going to be getting, like, Eight nine assists a year or, or goal contributions at the wazoo. No, that's not the type of player. But is this guy going to be like a lockdown midfielder for us? Yes, and that's going to be super important for Europe. Uh, so but just that, just on the thing with SA, but back to Alexandropoulos, like the potential that we see, Gosa and I talked about what was the expectation with Alexandropoulos, right? Because a lot of people were said they were disappointed. I don't know what their expectation right. was.
2: What are, but, I, well, exa- what are you expecting? He's a twenty-one-year-old Greek midfielder. What are you expecting, Messi? Exactly.
0: No. I, well, I don't know. I think some people either were expecting maybe like Madi, or maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe a little bit of both. I have no idea. But he, he does. He's he's doing well, especially in the role. And if he keeps performing like this, with 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 that aggression and with that passion on the field, he's only going to see more time. And mm-hmm. I wish we could say this for half of the other Greek kids that we had, on, you know, in the academy, but.
2: The, yes, the really. thing is, is, is what you said. He got, he has to buy into the system. And and the thing with this is, you 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 get a move from Barathenicos to Sporting Lisbon at the age of what 20, 19? How old was he when he transferred? Twenty one. Your your ego just goes from here to here, right? Yeah. You think you're Mr. Big Bollocks, and then from there to go to, to now move to Olympiacos and and have someone say to you, look, you have to have patience do what I tell you, like, the, stay within this box. Like, this is what you have to do. It takes a lot of mental strength and character to be able to, to like, put your ego to the side and say, do you know what? I'll do what I'm, I'm I'm told to do because it's going to help the team because it's going to help me. It's going to make me a better player. And that's completely fine. If it means he, he's not as offensive, that's completely fine. He probably, his, his best offensive contribution might have been that goal against Genk at the start of the season, and I'm okay with if that's his best offensive contribution. Because he basically secured Europa League football. Because the yeah. Serbian team that we played against, Tutu. Sounds like tutu I don't even know what that team was called. Uh um, <laughs> like like once we beat Genk, it was pretty much guaranteed. The Serbian team won won a team. They, they were like they were they were a coffee shop. Do you know what I mean? So so he's basically given us Europa League football. If that's the most mm-hmm. he's going to give us offensively, I'm okay with that. If he does everything that Martinez wants him to do for the team as a whole defensively
1: and like in the middle of the park, then great.
0: Well, Let's for give this some, kind uh, of game. Oh, he was perfect, sorry,
1: man. Oh yeah. For this kind of game, he was perfect. Um, you know, we talked about him kind of losing the ball easily, uh, when he comes back, uh, between the defenders to start the play from the back. Didn't really do that today. He, he was operating really m- more in the center. Doyle was bringing the ball out. Um, i mean we were dominant so maddie had a really strong game too it was it was for him it was it was men against boys like in midfield he was just miles miles better than everybody around him um, it was it was so visible that everyone else was just out of their depth around kamara but when when alexandropoulos got on the ball he was calm collected he drove forward he released the ball when he had to and it's you know good confidence boost for him this kind of game today he did uh, he did go in a bit rash on some challenges like the yellow card that he picked up and he thought okay now he's on thin ice for the rest of the game that was in i think the 35th minute or something in the first half so he needs to be careful with that kind of thing but definitely man like you know when you think back to the the midfield we had last season and no disrespect to Jan and Vila and uh, and Juan Inbon but like the pace that we have in midfield right now like we've got motors everywhere whether it's Alexandropoulos whether it's uh Hesse or whether it's Madi like those three they can they can run they can press they can hustle Um and that's really good that's really good to see. Like you didn't notice a breakdown in midfield, let's say, because Hesse wasn't playing today. Again, we're playing against Bas, but still it's a player really, Alexander who hasn't played much this season after the Genk game. He's had some cameos. I think started one other game I think he so, came on
2: the La Mia game he played the La Mia game I remember like he came on for about yeah. 30 minutes or something 30 minutes yeah apart from that, I don't remember him getting any major minutes anywhere else
1: yeah no so he hasn't played much but um like his performance today was something to, to to focus on I think and the other one for me was was Ortega because the big question one of the big questions for for Thursday's game is yeah Kinney or Ortega because the feeling is probably going to be Kinney yeah. but honestly um by far Ortega's best game in a in a well I won't say red and white shirt because we didn't play in red and white today um
2: tasty he, game you called him yeah, tasty
1: yeah yeah no he looked tasty today man like he He wasn't afraid to go forward, like run at people, um, dribble out of trouble. Um, He he, confidence, like you could see confidence, and just kind of, all right, I know, I know a thing or two here. Like I know my teammates' names, and (laughs) like he's he's um, he looked much better. He looked much better today than in other games. Still gets caught out. A few times like he gets caught forward but he recovered a couple of times well um honestly man like but yeah that's a that's gonna be a difficult one for for the manager to pick but you know did we bring this guy for a starter or not but that, that's that's still a question mark for me and for probably like most of the fan base right now I mean
2: well pff, easy it's an easy choice for me from what I've seen so far this season yeah. Ortega is by far the superior player from his performances f- between him and Kini, just the performances for Olympiako this season so far. I'm not talking about anything else outside of that Ortega is has played much better in my opinion i have I uh, like today he was great. Uh, and I'm, I think you're right. He's going to start Kini on Thursday. Of course he is. That's why he rested him today. Like it, it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does that. But hopefully he sees Ortega's good performance today and goes, "Do you know what? Actually, I might play him." Um, but yeah, I thought he was. When he called him tasty, I was like, "Yeah, mate." Like he's he's been brilliant. I was watching it. I was watching it. Like in in the fan club, going, "Yeah, like." I was saying it to everyone. I was like, "He looks great today. Ortega looks so much better than Kini does." So I think he shouldn't long even make term, conversation.
0: I think long term that will be the case. You know, th- this is only the second full ninety Ortega has played for us so far. And fun statistic: in both full ninety minute performances, he's got two assists. Every full ninety minute performance he's played for us so far, he has an assist in each one. He played the full ninety today. He got one
1: today and, as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, he got the full ninety today, and, and then he got a, he got one against Gifisia. Those are the only two games he's played a full ninety. So. I think in the long run, like I, again, something I also said in the scouting report Kini is not supposed to be a day in doubt left back. He is here as a rotation piece, an alternate. Moving forward, it'll, it'll be Ortega 100%. There, there's no way he's not. Absolutely no way he's not but the the, the the guy is a great – it's so refreshing to see somebody that overlaps finally and, like, can get forward and is, isn't afraid to and is also still functional defensively now on that left side where we were accustomed to the opposite, having somebody that maybe was okay defensively but wouldn't push the ball past half field or wouldn't go into the final third. It's very refreshing. It's very nice to have. 100%. Well, let's give some love to our other fullback, Rodine. <laughs> uh, give him give him some love. Oh, Gustav put up the, the like and subscribe. Don't forget to do that. We're 41 minutes in. Help us find more red and white fans. This is how we find them. The engagements are what push us through the algorithm. So do that. Help us. Costs you nothing, and it takes you about two seconds to do. But Rodine, I have a question here in the banner. I had to do it. I had to do it. Comparing him to the last really solid right back we've had at this club,
2: is it Omar or Omer? I thought it was Omar,
0: Omar but it, it's spelled o- it's spelled Omer. No, it's, not, it's not
2: spelled with an A. It's with an I'm A. Not. I had him on FIFA. i I had a, a fire note on Kareem. I've been spelling it Omer <laughs> <laughs> forever. Really, um, you fraud! Yeah, you, I thought it was <laughs> such close.
1: a fraud god how can you uh, it's
2: funny because you managed to spell his first name wrong which is four characters but i'm guessing you can spell el Abdalawi. oh yeah i get that one right all the time <laughs> i've had someone i've had someone spell my surname correctly which in english is practically impossible because you have mts in the middle but this managed to spell Demetrius wrong and it's like oh bro come on standard things,
1: um, standard
2: things. I'm, I'm gonna go first with Rodney just because I'm, I'm i'm obsessed um very, very happy with him and everything I've seen so far. Like I was singing Ortega's praises compared to Kini in, in the previous segment. Yep, great. I was singing Podense's praises, hitting the ground running, but there's more to see. Same with Alexandropoulos, more to see. Now, Rodine, this man, <laughs> this man is a changed beast yeah. since the summer. Like honestly, oh my god. Like I I I love it. I love it. It's so Beautiful to see someone in the Greek league, like a fullback, just playing the fullback role that Rodine is playing, which in the rest of Europe, in the big leagues, has sort of evolved in the last five years. And I feel like Greece is finally catching up. It's like a fashion trend that Greece is late on or a cinema release. This is what it is. This man is playing the entire wing on his own, sometimes brilliantly. And sometimes when he um, uh, teams up with Fortunis um, Opodens, like Costa saying, the the automatismi. How do we say automatismi in English? Combinations. Um, they are
1: yeah, the really combination exist. of that.
2: Yeah, like, they, they know where each other are. It's like they're psychic. Like, honestly, yeah. like, the way he played, like, there was a couple, especially at the, at the start of the game, it was with the Fortunis, and then later on, it was with Pudence. But at the start of the game, there was a couple of one-twos for Fortunis, and I'm just like, yo, these guys can find each other with eyes closed. It's as if they yeah. played together for years. It is beautiful. Beautiful. Sorry, I'm, I'm sounding like a little like a teenage girl gushing over Justin Bieber, but Rodney is brilliant. I'm really happy with him and uh, a well-deserved goal at the end. And he just keeps, keeps running. And he's, he's given me like, like workhorse vibes that he's just going to play the whole game and not get tired. And he's going to play the whole season and not get tired. And he's going to play, for the Brazilian national team for like the World Cup and not get tired he should etc etc so I yeah I hope I don't jinx it but he looks like someone who could just you know put put like maximum effort every single game and just not need to come off so,
0: can I yeah. tell you uh,
2: I to, think? yeah sorry I'm just yeah what were oh you saying boy. sorry no no, no, no I, I was just going to answer the actual question how he he um, compares to Omar because I completely forgot about that but I love <laughs> I love I love la Laoui I love El yeah, Abdelawi. we all did. Um, Different kind of player because of Rodinei's mm. physicality. Like, Rodinei's the sort of player that, like, he's going to run through you. Like, he will straight up body you if, if, if you're in his way. Like, he has that physique. Where El was a little bit, like, smaller and, like, silkier and, like, more like, you know, like, more like a midfielder kind of uh, Right-back where he's, like, smaller position, silky, he, and Rodine's, like, boom. Like, I'm just... He got pretty
1: tonk, man. He got pretty tonk, like, the last... But not
2: the same as Rodine. Like, Rodine is like, the sort yeah. of... He, he, I, could see him, I could see him, like, just playing playing on the wing and rugby as well. Like, he's he's got a stack body where he's, like, yeah. strong, fast, like, just that athleticism. So I think he offers a different sort of game to, to Abdelawi, but um, the way they both handle the entire wing on their own... Is is very, very, very relatable and and, and amazing to have again.
0: So I'm gonna share with you guys because you brought up you brought up something very interesting, Dimitri, about how um Rodine like this season after the summer has been amazing. It's been he's been an incredible player. I looked at his stats from last season when he joined us. And if we're comparing his his progressions, his final third entries, his volume of balls into the box, things like that, a lot of it proportionally to what the team has been doing is actually very similar, and it's close to the same. The, The difference is we have a much better team and a team that can assist and do more. Last season, we had games where all of our production came from him. Literally, we would have nothing from the left, very little up the middle, and a lot of it coming down the right. It didn't amount to much because the team was shit back then, sorry, but even now if if we take some of the same numbers or the same proportion of attacks that occur on the team, a lot of it is still very similar. But the difference is the style of play, the team is the team is better, the style of play is better, all of it is better and that makes him look even better. Like now we're really seeing what can be done when he's got the proper pieces around him and people that can actually support him and do things for him instead of him having to do everything himself. So it's, it's very, oh, it's just fantastic. I, I love the guy. And I agree with you hundred percent. Like, I mean, he does, he, he just looks like he can bulldoze over anybody. I mean, he's, yeah, he, I forgot. I forgot what his, uh, what his metrics were. I can pull that up his body weight and everything, but he's a beast. He's a big boy. I'll go, I'll go ahead, I'll pull this up so I can
1: find his... Uh... I, I I think the question's unfair in a sense that you're talking about one player on the one hand who, you know, ended up a captain of the club, played for the club for six seasons. Um, you never
0: play these games. You hate this game. This is your response I, I, for every time we do one of these.
2: Yeah, I,
1: I don't know, like...
2: Next just, up, yeah. Alexandropoulos against Milik Vojevic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no what that's ridiculous well, there you go. <laughs> see same no, answer but, no but to be <laughs> that I think the important question here is what were we expecting this season because as you said it was difficult to judge a player like that I think and, and we did judge Rodine based on what we saw last season Um that's what we do that's what fans do everyone has an opinion like I think I think the important thing is that at the beginning of this season you're like all right what do I know about Rodinei? So, like, the guy can dribble I think in Brazil he was one of the players with the most um dribbles like successful dribbles in the league well like when compared to some of the best performing right backs or like wing backs in Europe you look at his like success rate on dribbles and like wow he's up there with like neymar or i don't out, out of this world kind of statistics and you can see the attacking prowess and you can see the question marks on the defensive side as well so you're like all right pre-season uh, official games real coach what are we going to get from this guy and so far he hasn't disappointed like exactly the opposite. It's been, it's been brilliant, uh, to be honest, like, from pre-season and everything since the summer up until now, the only time I think I, I, I watched him and I thought, oh God, like, he's in liability at the back, was against Rangers. The Rangers game and another friendly where he got, I think, the first friendly of the season where, like, the balls were going in over the top and he was, like, making the rash tackles. So far, like, you know against against Freiburg I thought he had a really good game if I remember well um the thing with him is he can't play three games a week he cannot play three games a week he's 31 he will turn 32 in January anyone that's 25 26 doesn't understand I know the difference. because <laughs> I, I played, like you know, you feel the difference when you get over thirty, and when you're running up and down like that, down up and down the wing, the amount of times that Rodina is doing that, you can't play three times a week. He played a full ninety today. Played a full ninety. On, I think he played full ninety against Addis, and he's 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 bloody going to start on Thursday. One hundred percent. And then there's a break and then there's a break which is good but this is the the crucial thing with him this season is going to be how you manage his time and how you get the energy from him because it's the energy that he brings that lifts the whole team down that right hand side and that's that's for me is the big question was on the bench today didn't come on there are rumors of a disagreement with the manager. Andrutos, you noticed, is always in the B team. Yeah. Some rumours going around there. Who's going to replace him at right back? Kini? Biancon? That's going to be the issue there. Manage him properly, and we'll get the best out of him this season. Great player. I love his energy. Um, Is he... How does he stack up against Omar? No comment. Only history will tell.
0: So Addis in the comments here is right. Rodine is actually only five foot nine, so that's 177 centimeters. Damn, I'm told Omar was five foot ten, 179 centimeters. That actually caught me for that caught me by surprise. I just looked it up on White Scout. Current, current body, body height, body weight. Very, very interesting. But um Anyway, uh, yeah, he the the game for me is I I, I agree with with Dimitri's, uh description of of the the comparison between the two. Like Omar, I thought maybe was had a clean a little bit like a silkier closer touch, but Rodine is just an animal going forward, and you love to see it. Uh, yes, he does have mate, big shoulders. Ades, I agree with you.
1: Mate, Omar, Omar couldn't do that that dribble that Rodine does when he cuts it, like Rivaldo. Like, you know, Rivaldo did that thing where he'd like fake a shot and he'd like just cut the ball, like in, like Rodine does that with his right foot where he snaps the ball and he goes inside and it's just gone. Omar, Omar couldn't do that. No, he couldn't do that. He couldn't do that, mate. Like he could, he could bomb up and down the pitch. Yeah. But that close dribble, miles ahead. Yeah. He's Brazilian for God's sake.
0: Yeah, he did. Rodinay was the one that said Fortuny could be Brazilian, right? In that, was that the in that quote? Yeah. Just made me think of that. Random, but anyway, love the guy. Uh, and this is his first goal for the club that he had today, right?
1: Yeah. Well, he celebrated
2: as if it was. Yeah, <laughs> he, felt, he felt it.
0: Somebody said it in the comments, and I looked it up, and I I couldn't find another goal that he scored. So well, maybe. he got he
2: got the. Um... He got the one of the goals against La Mia, I think the third one, he basically crossed it and then it was an own goal. So oh, that, was, okay, that okay. was the closest he's had to a goal because it was basically his cross and then the Lamia defender basically shot into his own net. So
0: I got it. That does that does that does make sense. Well, boys, before we get to the man of the match and the and the grade here, there's been quite a few uh comments about a certain player. And I I think it's worth a small discussion at least before we go ahead and close up. And that is with a certain Spaniard on the team, Pep Biel. So what what do we do with Pep Biel? Now, the, the transfer window is over. A lot of people are unhappy with him today, despite the fact that he had an assist. A lot of people are unhappy with him, have been unhappy with him, especially considering the price tag that we paid for him before they don't believe we've seen all we can see some people are done some people are 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 just finished and want to move on from him so what do you what do you boys think i mean we're forced right now you can't do anything with him, so you have to write it out how many more chances do you give him when do you finally decide it's time
2: to move him off vimito do you start this time so i got a tiny very tiny bit of stick uh, after the um, ratings on wednesday for the artist game because i thought he was decent when he came on um today de- and i've 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 been one of his not a supporter but on the positive end of the scale considering the criticisms he's been getting this season both the stuff that i'm hearing in person and the things i'm hearing via social media from from other fans i've sort of been on the he's actually better than what people are saying about him however today i was disappointed but when i say disappointed i was i was only so i was happy with the fact that he was getting involved and he was getting a lot of the ball and he was getting in the right positions i was disappointed with the end product so it was giving me you're doing everything like not everything right but you're doing the main things right and it's looking good but then because the end product was letting him down today, I think that made him look worse because he was getting the ball more, especially in the second half when Fortunis came off. He was getting the ball a lot more than he tends to get it. Like, I feel like he had, I haven't seen the stats on Sofa School, but I have a feeling that that second half, he must have had the most touches that he's had in a half so far for us this season, especially because Vortunis was off. So most of the offensive plays were running through him because he felt like he had more responsibility. But he'd get the ball. And I remember there was probably three or four attacks in succession where he just got the ball. Either his pass didn't go through, his shot didn't go through, or he got tackled on a dribble. Sometimes he got fouled. Like, don't get me wrong, he did get fouled and the ref just didn't give it. But it was just like, oh, that is frustrating because you're doing everything right and the ball is there and you have the opportunity to, to create something. But if it was Fortunis or Peden's in that situation, we would have had a chance. Like there would have been a, a better pass played. I'm not saying we'd have scored, but it would have been, it would develop into something better. So that's what I was disappointed with today because he had the opportunity to prove most of the fans wrong and prove my hopes right and being like, look, he's he's doing this. Um, so I was, yeah, I was disappointed with him today. What can we do? We paid a lot of money. The transfer window's over. There's there's potential there. He has it. He just, like, you you can't do anything. I wouldn't freeze him out. Like, I keep playing him. Keep hoping for the best. Um, currently, our front three, of the three, the three players behind the striker, it's sort of set who they should be. So I, it's pedens Fortunis and Masuras, in my opinion. So it's not like Biel's going to be starting every single game and we're going to be like, oh my God, we've just wasted 60 minutes because Biel's been playing. He'll be coming on as a sub. That's what I think is going to happen. And that's what I would do personally. So yeah, you just keep him. And then he'll, he'll give you something. Like he's got the quality. Eventually he's going to pay off. So that, that's what I think is going to happen, and that's what I hope is going to happen. Yeah, hope and then think. Yeah.
0: Now, Costa, since you didn't answer, you didn't want to get involved in the Omar Rodine question, there's a mm-hmm. comment here from Aris Galamantis that I think is very interesting. Biel is the Fortunis of Martins, misused, misled, very confused about what the team wants from him. So along, this, along the same lines, still talking about Pep Biel, what do you think about this comment? Given every, given what everything Vimit that he just said, which I think is is a hundred percent correct. What do you make of this comment?
1: I think that Olibiagos fans have an expectation from Pep BL to score fifteen goals and to get fifteen assists every season. That's what I think the expectation is. Maybe that expectation is wrong. Or maybe people need to manage their expectations because I think he does a lot on the field and there's truth in that comment um from Addis. i think somebody else brought it up as well So, like what do we want from him um i know like Gavalas davalas isn't going to be happy with me but he, he he looked to start the game today in the masura's role so he's playing up top really with um with el Kabi as a second striker like shadow striker call it what you want and then in the second half when jovetic came on he was playing out wide on the right so like that's the that's the double-edged sword like when you when you're a versatile player um when you're a versatile player you're 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 not going to you're not going to be that constant kind of goal threat but hang on a minute because let, let me bring some context into today's game so pep played 84 minutes he had 56 touches today an assist four key passes one shot on target two off target six out of nine ground jewels one one aerial out of one uh, he he won lost possession 15 times Two tackles. I mean, is that a bad game?
0: On paper, it's pretty good. Like, uh, it, like I think, it looks. Pretty I think. Good.
1: I think. I really think people are just frustrated because he's not finding the net, and I get it. Like, he frustrates me as well because I'm like, "Oh, mate, finish it!" Like, some of the um, some of the opportunities today, like Maddy put a great ball in over the top for when on a diagonal run that he made, and the ball just kind of it came over the top it's it's a difficult finish when the ball comes over the top you're following it and he volleys it with his left and you like it went over the bar it's one of those things where it's like if you're a coach and you're you're winning your games and those misses aren't costing you you're like he's getting in the right positions then then you like at some point it's going to happen because if you if you lose faith and you say i'm going to bench you or I'm not going to give you minutes, then then what happens to his confidence? Mm, even more. So I'm not saying you've got to play him, but I'm saying he's getting into the positions, he is contributing, He he, and he's doing more than maybe what people are expecting from him. Because everyone's expecting the goals and the assists, like what he came to do, What we saw at Copenhagen, everyone's like, oh, why can't he be the guy he was at Copenhagen? By the way, at Copenhagen, he was the guy. He was the guy at Copenhagen. Here, he's a guy. He's a guy. He's not the guy. And he's trying to fit in with all these other pieces. And by the way, it's still September. It's still September. So... Chill pill, like everyone's get, like the manager's been saying it all the press conferences. Everyone's going to play their part this season, right? He's missing them now. He was scoring them against Chukaritsky away from Hovind, and everyone was like, ah, oh, raving about him. I do have a question mark about his confidence. It's true, like he shouldn't be missing so many opportunities with the quality that he has. I get it. I and I agree with that. But don't like the, the, the uproar and the, oh, he's shit. He's this, that is way over the top, way over the top for me.
0: Yeah. eight six goal contributions now in his 12 appearances, which by all means, isn't horrible. It's not a horrible statistic and add to that fact that he's, he is drastically underperforming his XG. So there's worse scenarios. At least in my opinion. But I do understand at least the frustrations that people have. But uh, I I, I agree with both of you on everything that you've said. Now, we are going on about an hour in. So it's about that time we're going to move towards our man of the match and coaches. grade. But before we do, guys, again, over 100. I I didn't see the exact number. But over 100 of you have passed through. We've only got 30 likes on this video. Like and subscribe really quick. Costs you nothing. Takes five seconds. We are on the road to 4,000 subscribers. We're over halfway there from the 3,000 point. So the engagements will help us find more people to get us to 4,000. So help us continue to do that and continue to grow. The poll is still up. Cast your vote. If you don't agree with the choices that are there, you can put whoever you want. But it's that time. Man of the match coach is great. We'll give you ours. Then we'll share what you guys picked. This time, Costa C, you can start. Tell us your man of the match and give us your coach's grade.
1: Uh, today, man of the match. Am I just going to be one of those guys like Pedin's man of the match? Come I mean, on, man! Yeah, two goals. Expedia. Yeah. Oh, is is that is that uh, Alexa agreeing with me? <laughs> Expedite your decision. <laughs> no. Um no man, I think Pedence man of the match. He's um he's impacted the game in in that respect, like with the two goals just finished the game already from from the like, the first half. So um man of the match, Padence and then coaches grades. So I think again kind of ooh, <laughs> what can I complain about? Brinwich didn't play. So yeah, Brinich wasn't on the bench. Um, no, coach. Seriously, um, mm. coach. A. And do you know what? There is one thing I do want to say um, before we like close down. and I got to drop points today. Yep. I play a tough match tomorrow against Offie in Crete. They' are going to be without Levi Garcia. He got. He's. He's not going to play tomorrow. Um. You know we're, we're we're holding our own at the top of the table. I think that's important. But um, you know the other teams are dropping points, and then we've got the big match against Panathinaikos after the, the next big match with Topola on on Thursday. So I think you know we're really we're in a really strong position. And props to the coach. And one thing I do want to say to to, to the fans is. You know when Olibiagos put up those, like the, the press conferences, the live press conferences post-match, go and watch those. Like, it's really worth listening to him speak after because the way he analyses and the way he's opinionated about the game. And another thing you'll notice is just, it's, you, know, you know how it's kind of cliche when, when a journalist asks a question about a specific player and then the manager's like, it's about the team. But, like, the way he justifies that, every time he's asked about a specific performance, it's so, like, almost perfect, like what he says. The other day he was asked a question about Fortunis from Gotzis. and he, you know, he talks about Fortunis's quality, but he said, like, Fortunis plays the way he plays because his teammates accept him for who he is. He's not a player who we know he's not strong defensively. Like we, we we know he sometimes he, he gets lost or like he's not in his position. His, his teammates are ready to fill those gaps for him because they know what he can give in the final third of the pitch. And just, just those little things that he says, like, um, I find really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make any bold predictions about this manager yet, because uh, it's still very early, but I really, really like um, I'm super impressed by everything that he's done at this club, like since he's joined. Uh, and it's easy to say, because I do think we have a we've had a favorable program schedule playing so many home games. We needed that. Uh, but yeah, no. Just shout out to him and guys. Yeah, if you're really interested on on the footballing side of things, like do do go ahead and listen to his pre- press conferences. They're really really good.
0: Dimitri, what do you got, buddy?
2: I agree with uh, Gosta on the fact that uh, Podense gets man of the match just because it's the two goals. But the same thing that I had with Ari. If it wasn't for the two goals of Podence and it wasn't for the two goals of Avcabi, then my boy Rodine should have been man of the match (laughs) both games. Um, Just because of all the points we explained above. But however, Padence's two goals, quick succession, basically put the game to bed and allowed Martinez to make those extra subs that he needed at the half. Basically, Padence's man of the match performance allowed Martinez to go from an A to an A plus with his... Great. Because his uh team sheet selection was excellent in my opinion. And then the subs he made at half time were pretty much excellent again. And then the subs the, the subs he just continued making the rotation was great. And um like maybe the only thing I'd do is I wouldn't have started El Kabi just because he's I think he started every single game this year, this season. Um I mean he came off at half time, great, yeah. No, he didn't actually. No, he didn't he played he played 442 played El carbi and yovitich together yeah that's right oh okay yeah so uh, maybe he doesn't get a plus he still yeah, he drops an a I would have I, basically I would have rested El carbi you do not you like we didn't need El carbi to win this game in my opinion um so yeah maybe that's what I would have done but'm I'm, I'm pleased with the overall rotation of the team and b- because I'm a fan who cares more about Europe than I do about Greek games because um we've won f- f- Forty-four league titles, 47. 47. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, it's got to the point that in the twenty-seven years I've been on this planet, I think we've won twenty-three out of them. Do you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> I, I, it's got. I, I want to see a good. I want to see a good European season. I want us to go right. far. I really want us to push. I don't want us to drop into the Conference League. And, and, and try and win it there. A lot of my friends are saying, oh, drop in the Conference League, get to the final in Ajax Stadium at Yesofia and win it there. Like, Can you imagine all their fans like freaking out? I'm like, I don't care. I don't want that. I want us to go far in the Europa League. Like that's that's what I want. So the rotations today should be no excuses for Thursday. Everyone should be rested. Everyone should be ready to play on Thursday and they should just go at them and just, like attack them straight from the off just go out their throats straight up so coach is great, a man of the match penance but if it wasn't for his two goals then rodney would have got it um simple as that and then uh martinez would have got a plus if he had if he had basically rested el in my opinion and maybe rodney end of the game i would have probably taken him off as well just for the same reasons as 66 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I would have. I would have probably not even started him. I would have probably. If you did need him, take bring him on like 30th minute, uh, 60th minute, 70th minute. Um, I don't think you need to play 66 minutes in these games when you've played every single game so far this season. Yep.
0: Well, I'm not going to disagree with either of you. I have the same man of the match, same coach's grade, so. Uh, not not very interesting, no difference between the three of us. Um, I, I do think that there's an opportunity for Ike to drop some points here because Ike has been they haven't been great finishing. They only have nine goals so far in the in the five matches that they played, which is really compared to their scoring form last season is not good. And of those nine goals they've scored so far this season, three of them are penalties. A third of their goal scoring in this league has been penalties. Make of that what you will but it is it is what it is. So I think there's a great opportunity, a way to, to drop penalties. Adi has a comment. El I, I, I dis- is not I disagree with this, this
2: comment. I disagree Man, with the I mean, previous disagree. comment as well. He's, he's got two comments there. Though. I, I disagree with the previous one. as right a minute before as well. So the Europe, Europe uh, not the Europe. Um, it's not his actually. Uh, sorry, my bad. It's not your comment, Adi. But the conference is Europe too. I don't, I don't. Agree with that comment. Europa League is so much more prestigious than Conference League. Balk, Balk got to the quarterfinals or something last year. Like, I mean, my nan could do like we us three could play in a team that does well in the Conference League. I'm sorry. but like, the teams, the teams in that league, that this not, it's not, it's not like it's a joke compared to the Europa League. Like you do you go find the Europa League, you're going through teams like Liverpool. You go find the Conference League, you're going through teams like Balk.
0: Well, wasn't the... Uh... <laughs> Wasn't Roma in the final of Conference League? Didn't they win that like two years ago? Yeah, and they Maddie were in Cameron the
1: final too. last season too, weren't they?
0: For the Europa
2: uh, League, fight, for the final of the Europa League, yeah. yeah. But it's because they, they had a really, no. but that they, they they had a really bad season in Italy, which is why they were in the Conference League. Like, yeah. They're not a Conference League team. Do you know mm. what I mean? Right. Like yeah, even yeah, West yeah. Ham that won it last year, they're not a Conference League team. Right. Like it, 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 yeah. So sorry, I'm 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 a real snob towards the Conference League. I really don't want us to drop into that. 'Cause we're a much better team. We're a Champions League team. Like we're not a top eight, top twelve, top sixteen team in the Champions League, but we're a Champions League team. So up minimum we should be aiming for a a good season in the New Europa League. Sorry. I'm I sorry, love Hussein's
0: comment here. Ike is practicing theater. <laughs> that the the bit with Madalo, oh my God, that's gonna be forever embedded in my mind. But the, <laughs> the Costa had it perfect. <laughs> he redid it perfect. But for so you guys heard our man of the match, our coach's grade. Now the um, the fan vote for man of the match. Fifty three percent of you voted for Podense as the man of the match. So you guys agreed with us. Rodinay was runner up with thirty four percent. Ortega got nine percent. Biel with a solid three percent. So there you guys have it. Man of the match, coach's grade for everybody. I guess that means Podence is getting another graphic for man of the match. So unless you guys have anything else, I think it's about that time we wrap this bad boy up. Bedtime. Bedtime it yeah. is. Excited for well, Thursday. Exc- indeed. Excited for Thursday. Huge. I mean, we we have to get a result here
2: against if We have, we have any, to win. Any hope. We have, we have, to, have win. to win. It's we not just a result. Win. We have to win. We can't settle for a draw. We have to win. Exactly. It's the last so game
1: before the uh before the election for the
2: international break. Mhm. Then we don't play it, again until the 27th. Yeah, we have yeah, uh, elections and an international break, so we've got 2 weeks. Yeah. Off. So yeah, he there's no excuse. Don't rest anyone. Fuck, go at it. I yeah. uh, go at it 100%. Right. Put your best team out there. There's no point in resting anyone. They're off for like 2 weeks after that. He yeah. it, the, is expected to play, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's a knock it's just a
1: knock. Yeah. I hope so. It looked like a it looked like a twitch the hamstring on the weekend um sorry on the weekend midweek against Addis. right hopefully it's nothing i think that's why he didn't play today just to rest him and make sure he's fit for thursday
0: yeah but he should be you should be playing so anyway
1: well thank you everybody
0: for listening especially if you've made it this far uh this is gate seven international by the fans for the fans big game coming up on thursday and then international break so there won't be a lot of Libyako stuff to talk about for a couple of weeks, but we'll flood you with stats, everything that we've got. So we look forward to seeing you guys. We'll, we'll we're going to do our best to try for post match after the game on Thursday. So until then, boys and girls, we'll see
1: you.